Hello, guys. Welcome back to Student Pages Podcast. I'm joined by Rochelle Banner. How are you doing, Rochelle? I'm really well, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, we were just talking <laughs> about how you're in Australia, then we were in Sydney at the moment, and you just yeah. got done with a with a quarantine. Where did you come from? I'd come from London. So I've been in London for the last six or seven months. So yeah. Oh, what were you doing in London? I was planning to live there. And then I got there the day that they uh, announced the lockdown. And it's been very, very quiet. And I uh, decided to come home. I've got a couple of projects that I wanted to shoot of my own. And so I've come home for a little bit. Okay, interesting. So why did you why did you decide to maybe consider moving to London? Uh, well, I'd been there a few times, but never really spent a lot of time there. My older sister Stephanie lived there for two years and fell in love with it. And um, yeah, it just seemed like a nice, fresh adventure. And um, and I chose the worst time ever. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and what have you been working on recently? What, what what did you decide to come back for these projects that you're involved with? Um, well, my, my twin sister, Karina, who's also in the industry, she uh, has written a feature film and we're looking to shoot a proof of concept for it, a short film version of it. And I've also written over the last, I don't know, 18 months, two years, um, I've written a couple of shorts and just trying to shoot as much as possible, really. I think uh, the industry is in such a weird spot at the moment, but to know you might have a certain amount of time up your sleeve is really nice. A lot of the time I plan to shoot something that I sort of have to jet off. So I thought I would shoot, uh, take a designated time and just shoot as much as possible. Have you been pretty much involved in every side of, of, uh, of kind of entertainment, doing writing and, and directing and acting and, and dancing? Have you pretty much done everything? <laughs> have not done everything. I would like to one day, but um, I, I'm fairly new to directing and I've obviously witnessed quite a bit and I've seen it done. I've seen it's, it's such a, I, I think that every part of the industry is so fascinating and I'm just really interested in making content. I think it's really fun. I think it's really valuable. And obviously having Karina in the industry means I have a and mm. born in partner. So I, I thought, you know, why not take advantage? And, and so, yeah, I think that, I'd like to be able to sort of dip my toe in, in all the different areas and slowly I'm, I'm trying to. Is there anything you'd like to try that you haven't tried yet? Well, I, I haven't, I've co-directed before, but I haven't directed. So that's why I'm here. So I'm, I'm going to be directing, which is really exciting. And uh, looking into uh, my sister and I are going to be producing and yeah, just sort of trying to get that ground up knowledge where I, I've sort of, experienced when that's already been done and I'm on set and either you see if it's been done well or it's been done not so well and, and how you deal with it from then on but being there from the get-go is something I'm really interested in expanding my knowledge on. Can you can you tell us about the film that you're directing? It's a short film that I wrote a couple of years ago um, and it's a it's sort of I'd say an absurd comedy and um and yeah, it's, it's very simple. I wanted to shoot something that was sort of one location more accessible um, for me as first time directing, but it centers around a, a young woman who is a videographer and is hired to do a, what she thinks is a birthday party, but slowly the weirder the party is, she realizes that's not quite the occasion and it sort of gets into this wacky world. Okay. So well, that sounds really interesting. Um, and oh, thank you. Oh, it, it does. Sounds great. Um, and and you, you've, 
been working lots of things. You're known for, for working lots of things, but obviously you're most well known for Home and Away. Do you feel like you're trying to kind of escape that and move on, or is it still something you feel a connection to and you want to be known for that? Oh, I'm very, very proud that I've come from Home and Away. I think that it being such a staple of Australian and 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 English and, and around the world television, um, I it was my drama school. It was where I it was at a time in my life where I was not only learning to find my voice as an actor, but also as a person. And it was a really great place to ask all dumb questions. And they really took me uh, under their wing. And I'm, I'm just so grateful for that. And anything that I've brought on to jobs afterwards and that I hope to bring on to future jobs is from there. And so I'm very, very grateful for that. And I think that it also gave me a really good understanding of that genre and then has then given me the challenge to then try and step out of that genre and so it's not I wouldn't necessarily say it's an escapism it's more it's given me confidence to then try some other some new things mm. and was it was it a bit of a I can imagine working on a soap opera is a bit of a, a bit of a grind are you, are you kind of working a lot is it must be is it like very challenging compared to other jobs yeah, I, I can't really speak for other soaps, but Home and Away is, it's unlike anything I've ever done and will probably ever do again. And it is, a, it is a grind in the best sort of way. I mean, as an actor, it's so rare that you can say you're employed for 46 weeks of the year. That just never, ever happens. Um, and that, that can be quite grueling. You know, you're, you're constantly inundated with material that you have to work on and you don't have time when you're shooting. You have to, I just took the perspective that it's my training ground. I know now that if you hand me a script when I'm about to walk on a set and go, here are the changes and I have one take to do it, I'll be fine because I've done it for 46 weeks a year for three years. And so it gives you that confidence. It's definitely grueling. Um, in so many different ways, you know, you're, it's also, it's not just a show that's ongoing in Australia, but it's also something that's constantly publicized, which not a lot of our projects get publicity. So you get a exposure in that side of the industry, which is a lesson all in itself. And yeah, I think that it can be pretty exhausting um, and not everyone is built for it. But I think the great thing about Home and Away is that there's such a well-oiled machine that even if you come and you're unprepared and they get a lot of people that are very young coming in there, they know how to foster an environment that people can succeed. Mm. I've heard you say before that one of the things you learned, because it's interesting you talk about it being a sort of a drama school. You said one of the things you learned was you sort of maybe struggle with perfectionism a little bit. Mm. Um, does it ever panic you to kind of, and you said you, you, you that's helped, you've, you've um, worked on that a little bit, but does it ever panic you to watch past performances? You kind of critique yourself still. Yeah, I try not to watch myself um, in general. Um, this, this last project that I've done, um, the Ruby Landry series, was a bit tricky because I both had to slash really wanted to watch it because my twin sister is in it and I wanted to see her work on screen and all of our scenes I'm in. And so I had to just get over that. And, and, but I was very, I was swept away by everyone else's performances and all the crew's work that I sort of could just forget I was on screen, which was lovely. Um, but it is really 
challenging to watch myself but I think I also go into it with the perspective of it's kind of none of my business what it looks like at the end of the day you know I I prepare my work I show up on set and I have a great time making it and that's what it's all about and once I walk off and they've called cut it's um it's out of my hands and uh I I do like to support my my castmates and watch them but I think that it only promotes vanity and perfectionism for myself I mean some people are very good at separating themselves from the work but it's not something that I've acquired yet and I don't know I'm not really looking to either <laughs> no that's exactly how I feel about my my uni exams once you once you've walked out there's nothing you can do it's yeah. done now and then and then sometimes and then most of the time you end up doing completely differently than you'd expect it you know you, you, may, you might think you've done well yeah it's the same with that thing yeah and and I can imagine so I, I've got a few friends in my life that are students in in London and I can imagine that you've had experiences where you've gone oh I totally messed it like I've blown it and then you get a mark back and you're like oh my god I thought it was great and it goes to show that we just have no idea we don't know where we we are we're not a good judge of character uh judge of our own talent of our own efforts and we're always our worst critic and I think it is that thing I was my mom used to always say even with school exams like if you as long as you go in and you do the best you can do it's all that matters you mm. can't you can't be upset with yourself and, and I, I think that yeah I'll do it what I think is a terrible audition and I'll have a meltdown and then my team will be like Rochelle this is great I'm like what are you talking about everyone's wrong what the- <laughs> there's just no way to predict it you know yeah um, you mentioned the, the the Landry series briefly when you're talking about uh, recent things you worked on. How was that different mm. to things you worked on in the past? Well, it was my first time leading a production, which was something that I'd never experienced before and was really looking for that challenge. And then this project came along, which was four films, which was just unheard of. So it was a real challenge on endurance and uh the just position particularly on an American set where it's really important like who's at the top of the call sheet and who's sort of I was on set all day every day so you're you're really uh a big part of the atmosphere and and rather than if you come in and out of the set you just sort of absorb whatever the atmosphere is and so you have a hand in how the atmosphere is and that was a real exciting challenge for me um Obviously, being able to work with my sister was something so wonderful and, and rare. And um, so I really leapt on to, to that challenge. But, yeah, it really provided so many different things. It was my first time working on a production that was based on uh, a novel, uh, already existing property. So I got to research and not have to build this inner world myself. I, I got to sort of combine my thoughts with already existing text, which was mm-hmm. a real good challenge on my perfectionism and my my um my preparation and yeah I mean I've never been to Canada so I also got to do that it really kind of ticked all the boxes <laughs> when you said about um, American sets are different because the about people at the top of the call sheet mm-hmm. can you explain what you meant by that yeah I mean there's in Australia I can't speak for the UK um industry unfortunately I haven't worked there yet but one day um <laughs> But in Australia, particularly on Home and Away, you know, you have these people that are the, the veterans of the show that have been there for so long and they really do set the tone for, for how the show goes. But once you're on set, everyone is 
very much a part of an ensemble and um, the hierarchy that can come with sets is not really, it's not very Australian. I think it's kind of like, yeah, all right, like don't get too big. Whereas um, in America, I, the industry seems to cater towards like who the lead is and, and who is the top of the call sheet. And that sort of dictates the, the hierarchy and the tone on set. And um, I've been quite lucky that I've been on productions where it really did feel like an ensemble. And um, this was my chance to just sort of have a say in, in whether that was. And it's not something that everyone sits down at the beginning and decides we're going to be cranky with everyone or not. It's more just... I don't know. I think treating everyone equally and, and no one's really better than anyone else. And I just think that the industry in general definitely caters towards like celebrity and all of that. But um, I didn't experience that on this set, which was really lovely. And we really did just feel like a big family at the end of it. It was a lot of tears. <laughs> <laughs> and working with your twin must be amazing. Is it always amazing? Yeah, I, I think that it's just something that we're very, very lucky to be able to do. We've had each other in our lives for our whole lives and we don't have anyone in our family uh, that was in this industry before. So we sort of had to discover it together, which is can be a really isolating industry when you're doing it by yourself. I mean, most creative things are because no one's really begging you to do it. You've just got to go out and do it. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, we've, we have just a unspoken through line with one another we we can really uh communicate quite well with each other very quickly we're blunt with one another and I think some people think it's us being rude to one another but really like we just don't need any we don't need to beat around the bush with each other and um and that really came in handy especially on a set like this where we're working so quickly and the dynamic between Giselle and Ruby was really specific and so we'd obviously done our prep separately but once we were on set we were able to get into a lovely rhythm with one another which just makes the work flow but it also makes it really enjoyable and you've been you've been acting with her you've both been been acting your whole life pretty much um yeah since I was about I'd say about eight or nine we've been we've been acting on and off yeah and um if you could, if you could go back, would you? What advice would you give to your younger self or selves? Hmm. I think. I mean, there's a there's a few haircuts I probably would avoid because it doesn't work well for getting acting jobs when you're experimenting oh, really? with your hair. <laughs> um, so I'd probably warn against them, but that's also part of it's all part of the process. So I probably need to do that. Um, but I think. I think I, I learned while I was on Home and Away really how to be present and comfortable in myself, which again, I don't know if that's something that Home and Away taught me or because it was just a time of my life when I think you're sort of figuring yourself out a little bit. But I think um, when I was, particularly when I was very young, I, I was quite shy and I remember like seizing up in some auditions and I mm. think... Um, I later learned to use the anxiety that can come with auditions or being on set to fuel the performance. Whereas when I was little, I think I, I used to let it get in my way. And I, um, I think Karina's always been very good at letting go, but I sort of had to figure it out when I was little. So I think I'd sort of give myself a shake on the shoulders and just be like, just go be silly. It's fine. Yeah. You're not saving lives, you know? 
what what other ways are you two different i mean i just think corinne is really cool she's very cool um <laughs> and not in an obnoxious way at all but she is very uh herself she's very confident in herself um in a way that she knows what she wants and she has a really clear idea uh of of story and of character and she's she has directed and she's done film school and all that so she just has I have such a respect for her knowledge and for her drive and she's someone who is really really present on a set and wants to be a part of the team and she just goes straight to the crew members and she's really cool like that she can just fit in with a gang like I just I think I it takes me a little bit to I want to know everyone but I I get a bit nervous with conversation but she's just like right in there and um which is probably a good thing we sort of balance each other out like that but unfortunately we're not around each other all the time <laughs> but um yeah I think we're very very similar but also very different it's very hard to explain I think we complement each other nicely with our opposites but also with our similarities mm. and um I actually I wanted to ask this because you did an animated show yes recently. And that's yes. so, so I when I when I was younger, I did an animated show. And that's I mean that's <gasps> such an interesting experience. I did what was I, your show? It was called um it's called Waybaloo. It was back when I did little okay. it's it's like a little um uh well, I was like I was like a 10 and I was this little monkey character basically. Um <gasps> so much fun, right? Working on a little animated thing. Yeah, had just out of curiosity, had oh. they animated it when you got the job or did you do uh, it blind well so, sometimes so i so i didn't have to uh, uh to like dub it or anything i, I you said the lines and then they animated it to your to the word mm -hmm. sometimes you'd have to do like pickups and stuff and yes. then it, and then you would have to dub it was it how was it on, on, on your... it, it was similar to what you've done um however it was my first voiceover job ever. I, the only time I'd ever been in a in a uh, an audio studio was for ADR for production, and you're just doing it to your own mouth. But going in, I was I didn't know what to expect from it, and it was obviously not nothing had been recorded. I had a picture of the animation of what my yeah. character was going to look like, and she yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. a little badass. I was so excited, <laughs> and then I I was. I did the show for about, I recorded it for about, let's say nine months. And I would say the first four and a half, I was certain I was going to be fired. I was just, because obviously you're by yourself, you're not with other actors. And I just had no idea if I was doing a good job. And I was like, I can't see it. I feel like I just assumed I was doing it wrong. And I was like, they're just going to, they're going to find me. They haven't told me yet, but I'm sure it's going to happen. And it took me a really long time to find my feet. And but the whole time they were so wonderful to me and really encouraging. And I learned so much. And it's something that I really enjoy. And I'm so proud of the show. It's, it's really, it's really fun and funny. Whenever I got to watch back when I was having to pick up or something I would laugh out loud at the show it's this really sweet little thing and it's a it's an original Australian content and we're just it's so nice to be a part of something that is uniquely Australian and and they did release it overseas but for it to be um you know greenlit in Australia and they've got all these Aussies in it I've just I just was so proud to be a part of something like that 
amazing and uh, i just got one uh, last question just uh, uh, where do you see yourself in in 10 years from now in 10 years my goodness is that, um should, should i say should we do five years or is that easier? i mean i mean you could say six months and i'd freak out too so it's fine let's <laughs> um i would say in 10 years i would like to to be directing some some of my own work and I would love to have um, a, a production company with Karina going strong and us producing content. And um, yeah, I think I'd, I'd I'm trying to think in terms of acting. I mean, there's just so many, there's so many things that you could say. I would just love to have like a really healthy, little cv under my under my belt and i just would like to be able to travel and work and just be happy really i don't really have anything i know that's probably a boring answer but i don't have anything sure. too complicated it's more i'd just like to be happy and creating and well, yeah lovely, which is kind of where i am now i suppose so i guess not much is going to change <laughs> well, it, means, it means you must be in the right place so that's what's well, a wonderful answer um yeah yeah, of course. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for coming on. It's, it's been a pleasure. And um, thanks for taking time out of your day to speak to me. I would really appreciate oh, it. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Anytime. All the best with your exams. If you've got any more coming up. And, um, oh, I actually just finished. But thank you. Oh, congrats. Okay. Well, go take a load off. Go for a walk in the sun. Oh, and you. And you. <laughs> thank you so much, Rochelle. And thanks, everyone, for listening to the Student Pages podcast. Bye, guys.